Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Have you ever wondered how some people make eating healthy, exercise, and managing stress look so easy? You can too. Welcome to Wellness Wisdom, where we uncover the secrets to lasting health and happiness and empower you to make wise health choices, see results, and create a healthy lifestyle for good. Join Camille Kennard, licensed social worker, certified health and wellness coach, a self-care specialist on the journey to explore how to make health and well-being possible for you. It's a health and wellness journey you can take together. Please welcome your host, Camille Kennard. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Wellness Wisdom today. You know, it's beautiful. It's July. And the focus of this month is all about freedom, freeing ourselves of things that have held us back in the past. When I was thinking about freedom and the freedom of living in the United States is those, those freedoms like freedom of speech, freedom of our religion, freedom to do different things. And for a lot of us, we may have those freedoms, but we may have felt trapped in our lives and that we can't get out of the way we're thinking or our financial situation or a problem we're having in a relationship we might feel trapped in. So I'm really excited about the episode we're going to have today. Um, I'm talking to Cindy Bettino and Cindy, thank you. Welcome to the podcast today. Oh, Camille, thank you so much. I'm honored to be here. And Cindy and I haven't officially met yet. She lives in the DC area and I'm in Utah, but we, um, we've had the same passions. We've just chatted a little bit and I'm really excited to get to know her a little bit better and for you guys to be able to learn a little bit about what she does to help people. She is a life coach, energy worker, a dancer, personal trainer, speaker, author, life changer, and happiness expert. I love that. Those are just a few words to describe Cindy. Um, she began her career many years ago, but she's done a lot of work with the mind and body and what we can accomplish when we look at the way we shift our mind and change our mindset. Um, she started in the fitness industry, and now I know she does a lot with the happiness, you know, teaching people happiness skills. And um, she started her work as a, a energy work at the Brennan Healing Science as a practitioner there. And she graduated from George Mason University. So she uses relationship and life skills that she was taught to help her clients find more beauty in themselves and happiness in their lives. Mm. And I love that. She helps women to find their fierceness and feel like they are enough and find happiness in their lives. So welcome so much, Cindy, to the podcast. I am so excited to have this conversation because I think you and I have a lot of the same, you know, passions for this. And yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. And I would just love for you to kind of start talking to us about what it was that inspired you to start a business. Your business is called Transformational Healing. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. I had about like three huge epiphanies in my early 30s. And um, the first was that there was a disconnect between my reality and the true reality. And I had Mm. this beautiful little home, two beautiful, easy, amazing children, um, a husband I loved and loved me. We had clothes on our backs and food on the table. And if somebody were 
to look in the door or the, the, the uh, um, windows of my home, they would have said, wow, these, you know, this is a beautiful life. And I was miserable. And I realized that there was this disconnect between, you know, the truth and, and my reality. So that was, that was my first epiphany. And then I went from there to um, like, what's missing? Like, like, why? Why? Why is there this disconnect? And I realized that I was the common denominator. Mm. I was the common denominator in my miserableness. But then that brought me to this beautiful place of, well, then that means I'm the common denominator in my happiness. And it gave me hope. Mm. And so I went, okay, so if I can make myself miserable, then I can make myself happy. Like, why haven't I found that? yet? Why haven't I done that in my mm. life? And my third great epiphany was I wasn't given the skills, the teachers, the mentors. Um, I didn't necessarily grow up in the happiest of homes. Mm. Um, I, I didn't have those people to show me the life and relationship skills that I needed to be the parent that my children deserved and that I wanted to be or to have a happy um, marriage or to have a happy life. And so I started my journey then to go, you know what, I am going to go into therapy. I'm going to take workshops. I'm going to read books. I am going to learn everything I can to shift my beliefs, to change my reactions, to look at different choices in my life so that I could find more happiness. And so now what I do is I teach people those life and relationship life and relationship skills that I learned through the four years at the Barbara Brennan School of Healing, from all my years of therapy, from all the books that I've read, from all the people that have coached me, all the mentors that I had in my life that helped me be a happy person. Mm -hmm. Because everyone, I'm not special, everyone deserves to be happy. And I realize that there are a lot of people out there just like me. They weren't taught how to have healthy boundaries. They weren't taught how to have a healthy no. They, they didn't have the self-confidence. They didn't have that, that knowledge that they were enough. And they didn't have that innate trust in themselves to have that anchor that other people can say whatever they want to say but to go inside and go, is that true? Is that true about me? Do I really need to be like that person? Does, does, is, this, is what this person is saying about me true or not true? In the positive and in the negative, not just in the negative. So having that in, inner anchor is, is huge. And so I, that's, that's what I help people do every day. I love that. And I love that you shared your story of how you went through this yourself, recognizing that there was beliefs that you held on to that mm -hmm. were, were creating a story in your head that mm -hmm. was keeping you from true happiness and from living your best life. And mm -hmm. I think that so many people can relate to that. And sometimes they feel like they're a victim to their situation. But I love that you were like, you know what, I'm going to start to empower myself to learn new things and be able to get out of this feeling of unhappiness because there are many great things about my life. And I love that idea that it's skills that we can learn, that it's always, we're never too old to learn these new skills of how to teach ourselves to be more happy. And I, yeah. and I love that idea. Um, I love, I love that you had your own journey with this, that on the outside, everything looked like it was going well for you, but internally you weren't feeling it. Can you tell me a little bit more about your transformation and how you were able to, you said, you know, now you feel a lot happier, more content. How did you 
what did what happened in your transformation that way? So I grew up in a home that was very dichotomous. So it, it was, I tell people it's like the the poem of the girl with the curl in the middle of her forehead. When mm. they were good, they were very, very good. And when they were bad, they were horrid. Yeah. So our light moments were very light. We, we would sing um, in four-part harmony together. We would laugh mm. together. We would eat together. Um, my parents were like superheroes in their professions and in our small community. But our dark moments were very dark. There was violence, abuse, anger, rage, mm. um, pretty much every dysfunction that you can kind of think of in a home. There was, I mean, things that you wouldn't even think of like a polygamy um, mm. and not necessarily with my parents, but in the family. Mm. Um, and uh, there was addiction. There was, you name it, it, it was really there. And I didn't want to give that to my children. Mm-hmm. That's not the life I wanted for my children. So of course, as an adult, my first relationships, I ended up in abusive relationships. Mm. Not because I was stupid, not because I didn't know any better. It's because, you know, when you look at it from a psychological view, it's what was comfortable. It's what I knew. Yeah. yeah. And um, I have thanked that man um, later on in my life and said, you know, if it wasn't for you, I would not have drawn that line in the sand that said, I do not deserve to be treated this way. And I will not allow anyone to do that. So, you know, going through those kind of transformations, you know, looking at my beliefs and going, this is what I believe about men, women, relationship, love, do those really work for me? Mm. And most of the answers were no. So then finding new ones to replace those that would we, we tend to set ourselves up for failure. We tend to set ourselves up for sabotage, right? Mm. So by shifting our beliefs and our expectations of what a good day is, what a good husband is, what a good wife is, and to be able to set and uh, change those beliefs so that we're setting ourselves up for happiness most of the time. So like in a very simple, simple example, um, when you think of what is a good day, so Back in my early 30s, the definition of a good day was, well, when I check everything off on my list and everything goes smoothly. And somebody said to me, well, how often does that happen? Yeah. And I said, very rarely. Yeah. So, so the new definition that I took on and that I currently live with is a good day is a day that I get around every obstacle that comes mm-hmm. into my path. Now, here's the kicker, though, because you got to have a kicker, right? Mm-hmm. With grace. Mm-hmm. With grace. So with grace is the kind of part that makes me, that challenges me. And, you know, so, so it, um, but this way I've set myself up to have good days, most days. And I took it one step further and I said, and a great day, like a gift from God is when I can check everything off my list and it goes smoothly Mm. because we do have those every once in a while. And to have that gratitude of, wow, I got through this day without having one obstacle in my path and I got everything done. That's like a, that's a wow kind of day. Mm, yeah. I yeah. love that. I mean, it's like savoring the good that's happening really and expanding on that. Um, I teach my clients a lot of positive psychology and it goes right along with, you know, can we savor the things that are going right? And then we see more of it in our lives as we focus on it, we see more of it, but it's definitely a challenge. You know, for most of us, our mind is trying to protect us. So it goes to the negative of what could go wrong or what are the problems. And I love that you looked at the mess that you went through as a child and we all have gone through, you know, our, our childhoods are not perfect, Absolutely. right? <laughs> 
Absolutely. So that became your message, the mess that you went through, the, the challenges, the way that you saw um, how people interacted and how relationships were. And you said, I'm not going to do this. I'm going to do something different. This is going to be, I'm going to change the way that my children experience life, at least from what I can do. Right. And for some of us, we think that, oh, well, other people, it's their problem. But really, when you look at it, the only person we can change is ourselves, Right. That's right. And, <laughs> so I, and you know, I love that. I figure with people that grow up that, that have challenging childhoods, we have two choices and there really are only two. Mm -hmm. We either end up like our parents, therefore mm -hmm. we relive, yeah. right, what we grew up in, or we decide we're going to change it. We make a different choice. And, um, and, and I, I can, I mean, I'm not perfect, you know, um, I, I remember when I, when things would come out of my mouth that came out of my parents' mouths, some, okay, some like, oh yeah, that works. And some like, oh no, yeah. no, 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 Cindy, you're not going there. You need to go in a timeout and think about this. And so, and, and that's, you know, exactly what I would do, but we, we're not perfect. We are going to, we are going to fall. Even if we make that choice, we are going to make mistakes, but you know, it's, it, we have two choices. We can either recreate or we can do something different and it's it's not impossible and it's very doable and that's i try to give my clients that that hope and that knowledge that they can live a life that isn't fine i hate the word fine you know <laughs> i know I do we can, i'm fine a, i'm fine and on a scale of like one to ten of happiness we don't have to live at a five mm. we don't have to you know I, I talk to people now when i go into networking meetings and i go I'm just going to ask you, you know, on a scale, don't answer me, don't answer me out loud, but on a scale of one to 10, like where, how happy are you? And what would it take? Name one thing in your head that you could change that could bring you up one number, mm. just, just one number, you know, it, it's, um, I'm reading this book. It's so awesome called happiness for dummies. Everyone that's listening oh, to wow. this, go get happiness for dummies. It was written by a psychologist. I'm not a psychologist, but I'm just, I'm loving the fact we just use different language. Yeah. Uh, and um, one of the things he says is you can have too much rage. You can have too much anger. You can have too much sadness, but you can never have too much happiness. Mm. So even if you're an eight, you could be a nine. Mm. You know, even if you're a nine, you could be a 10. Mm. So we don't have to live a life that is fine. We don't have to live a life that is complacent. We don't have to live a life where we are stuck. There's, there are always shifts that even just tiny ones, small ones that we can make that can make our life even better, even happier, even more grateful. Mm, I love that. And that really gives you an empowering feeling of control over some part of your life because there's a lot of things in life that we don't have control over. Uh, most things. Our family. <laughs> yeah, what happens with our family or our children or where we yeah. live or, you know, some of those things the, that we do have control over how we feel. Right. We don't have control of the economy. We don't yeah. have control over the president. We don't have control over, um, you know, uh, um, the weather, the yeah. teachers we have, the bosses we have, the, you know, yeah. we don't have control over those things, but we, we do have control over us. Mm -hmm. And it's just trying to get people to look inward rather than outward. So one of the things that you said that is so interesting is so back when I was in my early thirties, there was no Facebook. That's how old I am. There's, you know, there, there was the a good Facebook. old days, right? When there was the all of the social media. <laughs> right. But now there is Facebook. And one of the things that really, it frustrates me. And I just like want to NCIS slap people, you know, on the <laughs> back of the head when they, when they say to me, well, you know, 
yes, I compare myself to my friends on Facebook. And I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. Like, that's not real. Facebook is mm-hmm. fake. Mm-hmm. It's not real. People only show the good mm-hmm. things. People, mm-hmm. very few people show their authentic, their authentic self, their authentic life on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And that's, it, it's, it goes back to me in my thirties. It's like, if somebody had looked through the, through the window, they would have seen a picture that I didn't see. If I had looked at somebody else's windows and seen that, I would have thought, oh my God, my life like sucks. (laughs) So if we can get people to go inward and say, what can I change? What can I do? How can I empower myself with more choices in my life? And that was one of the gifts I received from therapy because now I know through all of my study and my work that when we get triggered, so anxious, frustrated, angry, sad, disappointed, we come down to two choices, right? Either or. It's either this way or that way. And one of the beautiful things that you bring to people, that I bring to people, that therapists bring to people, coaches bring to people is, oh, but you look at it that way, but I see that you could have this, this, or this for choices. Mm. And then they go, oh, and somebody else chimes in or, well, you could have this, this, and this for choices. And when we are given choices, we become empowered. Yeah. Because it doesn't have to be right or wrong, white or black, yes or no. It can be so much in between. And that alone bumps you up on the happiness scale. I love that. And I, I think of whatever we focus on grows more in our lives. So I love that you're helping people really focus on the good and that there's options and possibilities out there that they maybe even haven't thought about before you know that are that are just there for the taking right for them to experience oh yeah low-lying fruit as my business coach would say low-lying fruit low-lying fruit and it's so easy for us to um to look at what's not going well or compare our lives to others and when we're doing that you know everyone has their wounds everyone has their warts everyone has things that are not good about their lives or negative or hard whatever way we want to say it is challenging Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but when we when we really expand on those good things i love that i love that you're teaching people how to to look at the possibilities that are there and what we focus on really does grow in our lives i love that well i make two assumptions when i meet people and one is that they're brilliant and two is that they have a good heart. And then people have to, have to then prove me wrong. But if I go, okay, people are brilliant. We know that the brain, we know now through neuroscience that the brain takes in more negative than positive. That's how we're hardwired. Mm. That's why we look at the negative. It's not because we're stupid or we're, yeah, we, we want to be great. Yeah. But the, the hope is, and the knowledge is that we can rewire the brain. That's, what, mm-hmm. that's why there is positive psychology, right? We also know that the brain, we are only in the conscious part of our brain 5% of the time. 95% of the time, we are in the subconscious part of our brain. And that's where our beliefs live. Mm-hmm. So we do what we do, what we've always done. And when people realize that this is why we do it, like there is hard science that says this is, this is why you do what you do. Then it gives you like, oh, well, but can I change that? Mm-hmm. And the answer is absolutely you can change that. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not bad because you judge and assume. That's a, how our brains are hardwired mm-hmm. so that we don't have to recreate. That's why there's such things as transference. We, we are the way we are. But once we understand the concepts, once we can wrap our brains around how our brains work, then we release guilt, we release shame, and we go, wow, so I'm supposed to judge and assume, but if I 
go there with the power of curiosity and I start, I start my questions there rather than running as these judgments and assumptions are fact, right? Mm. Now I have a basis to start from to go, oh, this is what I think is happening. This is what I think they are saying. This is what I think this means. But why don't I ask and check out the evidence? Because this might not be true. Mm. I think it really gives people power to understand how the brain works, why we do the things we do, and release a lot of shame and guilt for it and give people hope that they can change what is. Mm. I love that. The neuroplasticity of our brain, right? The, the ability, our brain is set to judge and to, um, you know, really be able to protect us and all these different things. But as we look at it, and I love that you're saying, you know, when you can see what you're doing with curiosity rather than judgment, or, you know, it's kind of that mindfulness of taking it out, your, that little thought in your brain and kind of looking at it and saying, oh, what's going on here? What am I, you know, what's going on? What am I feeling? What am I doing? And can I possibly look at this in a different way or do something different? Yeah. Right. We, we call that witnessing, right? Yeah. We call, okay. So assume brilliance, assume there's a really great reason why you're doing what you're doing. Let's look at it. Let's, mm-hmm. let's see why this might be a really smart thing, even though it doesn't feel good. So, and then you get to choose, it's, it's, it's the stages of self-discovery, right? If, if something is in our subconscious, we don't even know it exists. So by bringing the subconscious to the conscious, and then by going, being curious and looking at it and saying, does this work for me? Does this not work for me? Do I want to change it? Do I don't, do I not want to change it? It again, gives us that power that we can figure this out. We can bump up a scale just by being curious. Like, who is that person that's sitting across from me? You know, we we are in relationship and we can be in relationship for a while and then we make all these judgments and assumptions about them rather than asking the questions. Yeah, Yeah, really bringing that, like you say, what what is subconscious to light and releasing some of that guilt and shame and the things that that really are um, uncomfortable and not not helping us progress in our lives. So um, I love, you know, one of the reasons I love my podcast is it's so funny is that as I'm interviewing people, I'm like, wow, this is, I love what they're saying. Everything that they're saying is so great. And it's all a part of, you know, what I have taught my clients as well. So I love that we're on that same page. Mm-hmm. And thank you for sharing your yeah. own personal journey, because I do think that the things that we've gone through is really what moves us to want to help others is when we have felt the pain, we I want agree. to help others be free from that pain. You know, I know that's what happened with me with, you know, image body image issues and things like that. I wanted to help others be able to be free Mm -hmm. from these traps that we get into mentally. So um, we're going to take a little break, but when we get back, I would love Cindy for you to share with us a little bit about how you specifically work with clients. Where do you start with them and what you've been able to see them be able to do in their lives because of working with you? Calling all speakers. E-Women Network has speaking engagements all over North America that must be filled. Are you a gifted messenger, author, expert, or successful entrepreneur that can help women entrepreneurs grow their businesses? Our mission is to help 1 million fulfilled women each achieve $1 million in annual revenue. If you're a speaker that can help women prosper, go to eWomenNetwork.com and sign up as a pro member of our Speakers Network. That's eWomenNetwork.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Wellness Wisdom today. We're so I'm so excited to have Cindy with me today. 
my cell phone is about to die. Oh, okay. You can take a little break. Can we hold on for one second? Yep. Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to Wellness Wisdom today. I'm talking to Cindy Bettino, and she is amazing. She has a, a business, and it's called Transformational Healing. It really helps people transform the way they see themselves, the way they see their lives. And Cindy, before the break, we talked about, you know, just being able to see how people can feel better and happier mm -hmm. in their lives through what mm -hmm. you do with them. And I'd love for you to share with us a little bit about how you start working with clients, what you've been able to see them do when you work together, kind of the power of, of the coaching that you do. Thank you. So, so Camille, um, when people work with me, they work for me with me for five months at a time. And, um, what they do is I have a program called happiness is a verb because not because happiness, the word is a verb, but <laughs> because it takes work yeah. to be, to find happiness. And, um, there, they are introduced through, um, a program that is on the internet, um, through a software called Trello. And every month there is a new skill that they work on mm. and they are given three different exercises to do with regard to that skill. And after five months there, that's the first five months is phase one and the second, uh, five months is phase two. And then they can coach with me. They can they do these exercises whenever they want to do them. They journal with me. They can video their responses. And so they, they do the exercises and then they give me feedback on the exercises where they loved them, hated them, easy, mm. not easy, ahas, stuck points. Yeah. And then they can choose to coach with me once, twice, or three times a month. And during the coaching, the reason why I love – I just started this new business model that I'm absolutely in love with because the happiness is a verb gives them structure. Mm. It, they know they're going to walk out of working with me, learning five new skills that will change their lives. Mm. And then the coaching becomes, is very organic. Like what are the obstacles in your life right now that are preventing you from being happy? Mm. What are the patterns that are in your life that, make you unhappy. And so we look at those in the coaching session. So they get some feedback from me on, um, on their skills that they learn every month, every, anything that they journal, videotape, whatever I will give comment on, but then they also get the organic coaching that affects their lives like today. Mm. And it's, it's brilliant seeing them shift through these five months and seeing all the ahas go off and seeing, you know, the light bulbs come on and seeing them get more empowered. And every time talking to them, they're like, wow, I tried this, this, and this, and I've never tried that before. And wow, mm. this really works. And it just, it's amazing. And I found this, this, and this out about myself. And I found this, this, this out about my partner. And I found this, this, this out about, you know, how I work and how I don't work and what makes me happy and what doesn't make me happy. And, and um, we role play a lot mm. and we get them to practice using their words. Uh, we talk a lot about enoughness. If they don't, one of the things that's very difficult in the positive psychology world, we've talked about the attitude of gratitude. You and I have talked about gratitude mm -hmm. and how important gratitude is. But, you know, when you don't feel good enough, yeah. when you don't feel that there is ever enough money, time, love, whatever, it's really difficult to be grateful. Mm, yeah, living in scarcity. You know? Yeah, because you're living in a lack mentality. So really getting deep into that enoughness piece so that they can gain more confidence and really 
helping them use their words and, and, and have confidence in their wisdom and the wisdom within their words. It's, it's even if no one else around them changes, which is almost impossible, but it does sometimes happen. Mm -hmm. Just the changes within them just makes me so happy for them Mm. because they, they take it to every aspect of their lives. Yeah, it affects everything, doesn't it? It just mm-hmm. trickles down to all their relationships, work mm-hmm. life, all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that you were talking about, you know, kind of what you do, which is, you know, I've had a lot of people say, you know, I went for a long time and tried to have somebody do some counseling with me, but I just didn't feel like there was any direction to it. So I love that you <laughs> actually do the direction where it's like, okay, these are the skills you're learning. This is what you're going to do at home and practice it. You mm-hmm. know, with my clients, I call it home play. You're going to go home and you're going to try these things out. So I love that idea that you actually take it and they have skills they're working on each month and they're Mm -hmm. seeing how it's going and they're Mm -hmm. kind of just, it's an experiment, right? To see what Mm -hmm. works for them, what doesn't work for them. I love that. And and those moments where they're like, yes, I know I can do this or I feel great. And this is something I learned about myself because it's interesting how someone else can really help us reflect back to ourselves who we really are. Yes. Right. And we forget who we are. (laughs) Well, it's because, you know, I think because of the way the brain works, Mm -hmm. when when we are told you are this, this, and this, and that is really a reflection of our bad habits and not of our true essence. Mm -hmm. Like, Cindy, you're too loud. Cindy, uh, you're too big. Cindy, you're too much. Cindy, you're a drama queen. When -hmm. when those, I call them our stories, when those are the stories that, that we live with and they kind of follow us around like shadows, what we do is we call to us people who then reflect to us those stories Mm. rather than, wow, Cindy, you are really good with your words. Have you ever thought of writing? Wow, Mm. Cindy, you are, you are kind of dramatic and you are kind of big. Have you ever uh, thought of speaking on stage? Mm. Wow, Cindy, you know, you are really smart. Not, so it's, it's when we start thinking of ourselves differently, when we start looking at the stories that follow us, then we see our truth and we see our greatest gifts. And then we call people to us that mirror us for our gifts mm. and not for our bad habits. That's right? powerful. Yeah. It's hugely powerful. Yeah. Can, can you tell us a little bit about someone that you saw that you feel like um, working with you, there was a transformation and, and something, and I know you said it just makes you feel happy. And I understand what you're saying as you're talking about, it. I'm like, I just love those aha moments when people really see themselves oh. in a different light. It's, it's amazing. It makes it really for, as a coach, it makes it so worth it to be there for that. Yeah, absolutely worth it. So I have this fine client that I talk about and, um, the first few sessions with her, she, she, she took the work very seriously and we were just going over some basic skills and she said, wow, I don't, I don't do this. And, and I could see in her face that she, she took it in so deeply, but she was kind of disturbed that mm. she didn't have these skills, mm. right? So there was something wrong with her because mm. she didn't already know this information so by the fourth session, she comes in, must make, this is the fourth or the fifth, fifth session. She comes in and she is beaming. I mean, she is lit up like a stinking light bulb. And I just looked at her and I went, what happened? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what happened? And she looked at me, she goes, I got it, Cindy. I got it. And I said, got what? She said, I am a really good person with some bad habits. And all I have to do is work on my bad habits. Mm, I love that. 
And I started laughing so hard. And I said, okay, stolen. Yeah. I'm now stealing that. Yeah, exactly. You are absolutely correct. Because we judge ourselves and we shame ourselves and we walk around with guilt. We, we think we should already know this stuff. We think we should, you know, this, this, this all should be, so life should be easy. Relationships should be easy. And, and it's not. And when she just got like, wow, I just have a few things I need to tweak in my life. And, you know, and then my life will be even happier. And she completely shifted it from a negative to a positive. I love that. And so one of the skills because of her, I teach is we are all good people with some bad habits. We're all brilliant. It's just we need to understand why we do what we do and then we can decide if we want to change it or not. I love that because it lets go of the shame that holds people back. You know, when I'm trying to help people change health habits, you know, like eating healthier or exercise Mm -hmm. or things Mm -hmm. like that, there's some of that belief of, you know, I'm bad because I ate this cookie or I'm, you know, Mm -hmm. a lot of guilt for the way they've eaten in the past or what they've done with their bodies. And so I love that idea of free, helping people free up that to say, I may have made mistakes or done some things that I'm not proud of, but that doesn't change my value as a person. Right. Absolutely. And that's, thank you for saying it that way, because that's exactly what she was saying. And I didn't have those words. So thank you. Thank Mm. you for those words. Yeah. So I used to be in the fitness world as well. And I used to dance professionally. Oh, that's right. I, I have body dysmorphic, dysmorphic disorder as well. I was anorexic and it took years and years and years for me to understand that the belief I had around food was food makes you fat. Yeah. Food, food makes you fat. fat. Mm-hmm. If you eat food, it makes you fat. Mm-hmm. So, and then shifting that belief to food is nourishing for mm-hmm. my body. Mm-hmm. Food nourishes my body. And so I a hundred percent agree our beliefs our beliefs affect every decision that we make large and small about what we do, how we do it, and how we feel about ourselves as a person. Such powerful work. Yeah. It is. It's amazing. Yes. And thank you for bringing that up about, you know, what you went through as well, because I think our, our transformation is important for people to know about because they see that we've been there, we've walked the path that they're on, you know, and it gives us a little more, okay, I've, I understand that we get it, you know, where you're yeah. at right now. And that also there's hope that things can change for them. You know, Absolutely. It's not, it's not always going to be this way. You're not going to always see yourself in this light. You're gonna you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to. You, you can if you choose. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and people think of change as hard. It's one of the things that, that I talk about a lot yeah. um, in, in happiness as a verb. Change is not hard. Change takes consistency. Mm-hmm. And if you have the support, right, and you have the motivation, then, then you will be consistent. Mm-hmm. Right. So it just takes, it's not hard. Happiness is not hard to find. It just takes consistency. Yeah. It's the doing it all every day, right? I always tell people, just like if you want to build a muscle, if you want to build your mental, um, you know, your mental fitness takes Mm -hmm. as much work as your physical fitness. So I love that idea. I love that helping people with that. Is there anything else that you feel like you want to share with us about what you do for people and how you see things change for them that you think is important for our listeners to know? So one of the things that really helped me and that I really try to do for my clients is not judge. Mm. So I call it homework. You call it home play. If you come in and you haven't done your homework, I'm not going to judge you for not doing your homework. Um, If you come in and you tell me what your bad habits are, I'm not going to judge you for your bad habits Mm. Um, because we can't, we can't change. We can't trust. We can't, 
move forward if we are being judged. Mm. And so one of the beautiful things that Robert Brennan School of Healing gave me is the ability to see people's truth, which is, as Barbara used to call, their unique bouquet of core essence, of character traits, of talents and gifts, and of moral fiber. Mm. And once you keep mirroring for them their truth and just let their bad habits be their bad habits that they then take responsibility for and are trying to shift, then you will see miracles with people. I I really, really believe that. And I am thankful and grateful for all the people that I worked with that, and let me tell you, I'm a tough cookie. I am not, (laughs) I can behave just as badly as anybody else, Mm -hmm. if not more. And I had people consistently do that for me. And it made me look at my, myself so differently. And it, it's, it's a very beautiful, beautiful thing when someone can look at you and see your beauty through your warts. And I, um, and I, I am blessed every day to give that gift to people as best as I can. Oh, I so love that. Just that whole thing of helping people learn self-compassion, even not judging themselves, you know, and us, and us being able to give them that that gift of not judging them, right? Of just holding their truth. And we see the truth in them even when they don't, <laughs> you know, Absolutely. I think that's really powerful. Um, it is powerful. We're going to take another little break, but when we get back, I'd love for you kind of at the end of this, I do a little words of wisdom, some little tips that you have that can help start people shifting the way they think about themselves. I'd love for you to share that with us when we get back. Have you ever had one of those days when you feel like you can't keep doing it all? When you feel like the demands of work, family, and life are just too much. Are you trying to make others happy, but you are miserable? Do you feel like your brain is constantly in a fog? Do you worry all the time and can't shut your brain off? Do you wish you had more time for yourself? Do you want to find more stillness and quiet your mind? Many women feel overwhelmed and stressed with the demands of family, work, and other responsibilities. It can literally push them over the edge. What if you could have a weekend away to dedicate to you, to your well-being and self-care, to eat healthy food, practice invigorating yoga, get calming massages, and spend time in quiet meditation with nature? This September 13th through 15th, join Flourish Wellness for our Mindfulness in the Mountains Wellness Retreat in the beautiful mountains of Eden, Utah, Learn to quiet the mind and to listen to your body and fill your soul with self-love and acceptance. Register now, space is limited. To check out the cabin and accommodations and to register, go to flourishwellnessconsulting.com under live events or email camille at flourishwellnessconsulting.com. This fall, make yourself a priority and learn to make peace with your body and like who you are for good. Welcome back everybody to Wellness Wisdom today. We're having a great conversation and I actually feel like when you guys think about your health and well-being, probably the most important thing is the thing that holds us back is what's in between our two ears, our brain, right? (laughs) And the way we think about ourselves and some of the limiting beliefs we have. And today I'm talking to Cindy Bettino and she is from Transformational. She has a Uh, business. It's all about transforming the way we see ourselves and the way we believe and really learning skills of happiness. And Cindy, before the break, we talked about, you know, some of the things you've been able to see people do and some of the amazing experiences with them transforming their lives, you know, and living better lives. I'd love for you to just share with us a couple of your little words of wisdom, things that people can take home 
to try out, to just shift things a little bit for themselves in the way they see themselves. So I have these happiness myths, which you can download for free from my website. And I'll give the first two, but I have four of them. And the first one is happiness begins and ends with you. We can't control anybody else. We can't change anybody else. There's so much that's out of our control except for us. So if we want to find more happiness, because you find people saying, well, if my spouse would just, yeah. or if my children would just, if my boss would just, and if the truth is, or if I just lost weight, or if I just mm -hmm. did something else, the, tr the truth is happiness begins and ends with us, mm -hmm. nobody else. And, and when we compare ourselves to others or say, I'll be happy when my spouse, but we're giving our power away. Mm, yeah. So I want people to keep holding on to their power and know that they are powerful beings. Happiness begins and ends with us. The second happiness myth is that they have to make these huge changes in their lives to be happy. They have to move to a different state. They have mm. to divorce their spouse. Mm. They have to, you know, um, change careers. They, and, and the truth is, the small steps are actually the biggest steps. Mm. And if we just make one small change in our life, like looking at ourselves with curiosity, like looking at others with curiosity. Mm. If just by saying, I am grateful for blank, blank, and blank every day, just that, just every day, say three things that you're grateful for, that those small steps will change your life. Mm. It doesn't take these big, huge things for people to find more happiness in their lives because happiness is a journey. Mm. It's a long, long journey, but a good journey. And every small change that we make makes us happier every day, yeah. every day. So um, as I said, you can download those and my happiness minis from my website and um, for free. Um, but I think that, you know, thinking of those two things that doesn't take big stuff, yeah. you know, to make you happy and be happiness begins and ends with you. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's within us, right? It's the, yes. the possibility that it's within us and that sometimes we can just make little shifts and it doesn't then it doesn't feel so overwhelming that we can make these changes. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I so appreciate you taking time to be on the podcast today. And I'm Thank so excited, you. everybody, for you guys to learn from Cynthia. And if people want to learn more about you and what you're doing, what's the best way for them to reach you? So my website is www.transform-heal.com. And they can also email me at cindy at transform-heal.com. I give a free 30-minute consult. I work with people um, virtually as well as in office, so you don't have to be anywhere near Middleburg, Virginia uh, <laughs> to work with me. Um, that's the beauty of technology these days, um, and I love working with people all over the country. So um, that's how they can reach me, and I would love to give a consult to anyone who, is, who is, wants to just take their happiness notch up one point. Oh, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And even, you know, I work on these skills every day for myself because I've had, mm -hmm. you know, just like everyone, I've had my limiting beliefs and things that Absolutely. I've, I've struggled with. And it's so amazing to sit and talk with you today because it is actually, as we're talking, I'm getting chills and I'm thinking about some of the things that I want to do for myself and with clients that can take it up just one more notch. So thank you, you so go. much for sharing that. And I'd love for you before we end to just share with us one thing that you do um, that is really important to your self-care and taking care of yourself. What is it you do for you? Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> 
I have a, I have a gratitude and a prayer practice every day. Mm. So every day I speak my gratitude um, for my clients, for my family, for whatever is happening that day. Um, I also say prayers to certain people, um, those that are having, you know, difficulties, but also people that I'm struggling with. Um, I pray for them as well. And that really helps shift, um, my, the way I look at the struggles I have with those people. Um, and I also do journaling. I, I journal every day. Um, but not the type of journaling that you would think of, um, I get different journals, motivational and inspirational journals every month. So the one I have right now is called Zen as F blank CK. Mm. Got it? Zen yeah. as, yes. Yeah. Okay. And it's hilarious. And I just do something in that um, every day. And it helps me come back to center. And it helps me look at what I need to give up or let go of or be grateful for. Um, so, yeah. So that's, that's what I do. I love that. Thank you for sharing those because I think it's so helpful for us to all have that synergy of knowing that we're all on this journey together. And even those of us that are out there teaching it, we still are every day trying to work on these things. Thank mm -hmm. you so much, Cindy, for your time. This has been a really uplifting and I'm so excited for those of you out there that are listening to this. You could listen to it over and over and get something new out of it about the skills that you can learn to make yourself more happy and to live the life you want to live. And I hope everybody out there that as you are listening to this, that you can feel free from these limiting beliefs, these things that you've thought about yourself that are not true, and you can feel empowered to be who you really are, to make peace with your body and like who you are. Take care, Amen. everybody. <laughs> Bye-bye. This is the EWN Podcast Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.